0: I feel like I've been out for ages. Oh, I bet you all miss me. How'd you sleep?
1: Not enough to have to wake up to your face.
0: <laughs> you got jokes.
1: Oh, I wish it were.
0: Hey. Hey, man. Man, you look just like I feel. <laughs> fuck you, too. <coughs> all
1: right, sweethearts, so what are you waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Mm, here we go. Have a glorious day in the core. Day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the farm. Every meal's a banquet. Every paycheck a fortune. Every formation a parade. I love
0: the Corps. Oh, this uh, floor's freezing. What do you want me to do? Fetch your slippers for you? That'd be nice, could ya? Look into my eyes. All, right, all right.
1: Fall in, people. Come on, let's go. I'ma make it burn. I'ma I'm make it burn. Go. I'ma make
2: it burn. I'ma I'm make it burn. I'ma make it burn. I'ma I'm make it burn. I'ma make it burn. I'ma make it burn.
0: You are now listening to the You Run podcast, the only horror movie review podcast completely run and controlled by you, the listeners. You choose the movies. You score the movies. Heck, you even review the movies. This is not my podcast. You run podcast. I've had to listen to every other episode.
1: You run podcast.
0: Like. <laughs>
2: you fell asleep for a second.
1: Fell asleep for
0: one. a minute. on. <laughs> this is going to be a fucking riot. That's right. It is a riot. And it's going to be out of control. Out of my control. You run the show. All you need to do is go to our website you run podcast.com just make sure you fucking listen okay you want to die tonight hello and welcome back to the you run podcast uh i feel like i've been away for a long time um i've had my hyper sleep now i'm out i'm awake i'm back (laughs) whoopie fucking do (laughs) Uh, My name is Scott, and I am the host, and I take you through the movies each week that you've asked me to review. Uh, This week is no different. However, season four, things have changed. Uh, Every week, I am joined by a co-host. Co-hosts change week in, week out, so you're never going to get the same person. Um, And it saves you listening to me prattle on, and you get to listen to someone else who's actually interesting and knows what they're fucking talking about. Um, Today, I'm joined by Gareth. Video Tasties. Uh, Gareth's account on Instagram blows my mind. Every time he does a live or every time he shares something, his collection and what he's got and what he does just absolutely blows me away. So Gareth, welcome to the show.
2: Well, good evening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm delighted you could join us. Um, I'm going to bombard you with questions for, for multiple reasons. One, because I genuinely want to know. Okay. Uh, and two, because you are one of the most interesting accounts on Instagram, without a doubt.
2: Well, thank you very much.
0: If for anyone who, who's got any love of movies, whether they be horror movies like we do on this show or anything else, go and follow Video Tasters because you are in for an absolute treat. Um, would you class yourself as a collector? what would you what would you deem your account as if you were to boil it down? What would you call yourself
2: uh he's definitely a collector I choose just random stuff and start collecting it usually
0: what got you started because your collection seems to be rather large every time you do a live i'm I'm kind of like, "Wow, and there's that and there's that and there's that what was it that kicks that all off for you uh.
2: Uh, I've just always been a collector. As a child, I had a vinyl collection and a VHS collection, and it just got bigger and bigger because I just picked stuff up from everywhere.
0: VHS <laughs> is your your main thing that you collect. Yeah. Do you know how many you've got? <laughs>
2: no, I was just thinking about doing a live and counting them, but it might take a while. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you are you in thousands
2: now? It's yeah, it's definitely more than two thousand, I think now.
0: Wow, wow, that. That's insane, but you don't just collect VHS either. I mean, you've got all sorts of memorabilia. I saw the other day you were sharing something you had from the Sweeney, uh, <laughs> and you've got a team. and Is there away from your VHS? Is there a favorite piece that you've got?
2: I've uh, got a few small diecast cars, and there's one that's the Coyote from Hardcastle McCormick, which was a '80s TV show where. The car was the star, and they this souped-up red thing that was probably very impractical, but it looked awesome. And <laughs> i still got a sealed one of those, which I'm very fond of. Wow. I,
0: I, I genuinely am amazed. And VHS-wise, I mean, it, what's the one that, that you've got? Because I know I know anyone who collects something, they've got one piece that's their coveted item. <laughs> what VHS is it for you That's that's the one that gets the... special place on the shelf
2: um it varies but uh one day it might be the uh freddy's dead X rental vhs with the 3d glasses still with it oh wow because the the end of the vhs is in the old red and blue 3d so you you can watch it like that or i've still got a sealed box set of the exorcist it's a 90s release but it's still sealed
0: so wow wow (laughs) (laughs) The Freddy 3D, that, that's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember renting that movie <laughs> with, yes. with the glasses. And they used to keep the glasses behind the counter. They used to take it up and they used to give you the glasses separately.
2: Yeah, they did trust people.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. And rightly so. <laughs>
2: hmm. Plenty probably got ruined, so they had to have a lot of spares.
0: Yeah, exactly that. Is there a piece that you want to get? Is there something <laughs> that you've always wanted to get your hands on that you can't find?
2: Uh, there's always stuff to find. It's the price that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the experimental market is quite brutal.
0: Yeah, it is. And and I've looked, because I've got a couple of VHS. And when I say a couple, I've got like four. <laughs> um, but there was a, a few that I wanted to get. When I went and looked and I was looking on eBay and various other places. I'm looking at the price and going, really? That's insane. <laughs> yeah. A- away from your collection, what are your go-to movies? Are you I know you like horror, but you mm. like a wide spectrum of movies? What what are you putting on on a, a Saturday night? To...
2: Saturday nights is usually action-based, something like that. Something yeah. 80s or
0: 90s. Yeah.
2: Commander or uh, Con Conair or something like that. Something, lots of explosions and not uh, much I, to think about.
0: I'm a hundred percent that Commando is amazing. I haven't seen Commando for years, oh, no. but that that's going on my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> um But that's not why we're here. Uh, you, your collection is amazing and I absolutely love it. And everyone needs to go and follow you. It's Video on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also on YouTube as well, aren't you? Is that vid- just Video Tasties on yeah. YouTube?
2: Yeah, just. It's just- The videos I do out on there as well.
0: Yeah so if you've got any love of movies in any way shape or form (laughs) go and follow Video Tasties and I guarantee there will be something he shares that you'll go oh my god it's (laughs) just just how his account works. Um, But today we're here to review a movie. Uh, It's Alien Encounters Week. Uh, The poll went up where you got to pick between lots of various different alien movies and you picked Aliens from 1986. So this is set Uh, 57 years after the events of the original movie, uh, Ripley awakens from her hypersleep and tries to warn everyone about the alien threat. It won two Oscars, uh, one for sound editing and one for visual effects. And here's the trailer.
1: Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study, not to bring back, but to wipe them out. That's the plan. All right people on the ready line I, am e! yeah! Yeah! I am e! I got readings in front and behind. There's nothing back here. Look, I'm telling you, there's something moving and it ain't us. Get them out of there! They cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? meters man Four. aliens this time it's war
0: so that was the trailer for aliens uh came out in 1986 uh, directed by james cameron um my initial thoughts on this movie uh, i watched this movie when i was very very young and had a huge love for this movie because it's it wasn't a pure horror. I would say Alien was a pure horror, and this is, this is something else. This is James Cameron throwing lots of guns and lots of explosions into a horror movie. Uh, for me, it, it's a masterpiece of, of sci-fi horror. Um, it keeps you on the edge of your seat pretty much all the way through. It's one of the few sequels that is equal to the original, if not possibly, in my opinion, even surpasses what Ridley Scott done with Alien. Um, I really love this movie. Gareth, what What do you think of it? This is this way you rip it to pieces. Of yeah, movie It's movie. a terrible...
2: What the hell you want <laughs> We're on Express Elevator to hell. Going down. <laughs> Alien's a masterpiece. It can't be beaten. No, uh, if I'm going to watch an Alien film, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Yeah. If I, unless I want a horror style alien, then I will go for the other one. But nine times out of ten, I'll put this one on because it just flies by.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's and the stupid thing is it's a really long movie as well. It's over <laughs> yeah. two hours. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but it, it it keeps you hooked from pretty much when you start. And it it kind of when it gets to a point where movies naturally they have a lull. And mm-hmm. in Alien, there's lots of those lulls where not a lot happens. But in Aliens, as soon as it gets to that lull, something else happens. And it <laughs> keeps pulling you through it. And oh, yeah. and I love that. The listeners obviously score the movies, uh, that they always have. Uh, we've changed something for this season. So I get to score the movies. A bit. <laughs> uh, and so do you. And so do the listeners. Uh, and then we're going to take an average uh, across the scores. And, and that's going to be the score for the movie. Um, so the listeners for this, for the quality of the movie, they scored it 9 out of 10. Um, they also score on fear of how scary this movie is, and they scored it a 7 out of 10. Um, my scores on this are very similar. Um, I score the movie, it's, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I, I, I love this movie. Um, and then fear-wise, I score it the same. It, it's a 7. It's got bits where it's got that original dark Ridley Scott style horror and then it's got lots of silly bits and explosions <laughs> and, and other stuff that 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 take it away from that. So it's not that scary. Um, how would you score it?
2: Uh, yeah, it's definitely a 10 out of 10. It's in my top of 10 of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a fantastic film. Even the, the extended cut.
0: The extended cut is long as well. So what's the extended cut? So so it's over like-
2: two and a half hours, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and that was the, if I remember rightly, that was the one that Sigourney Weaver was very, very intent that they had to release it. Mm. um, Because I know she had issues with the original cut.
2: Yeah, missing a lot of her daughter story.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, How about for Fear? How would you score this scare-wise?
2: It's got a few jumps in it, hasn't it? So yeah, definitely a seven. And then... They redo the chest burst the scene and aliens are taking people out left right and center. Yeah, it's, yeah. you feel like you're in the midst of it.
0: Yeah, you, you definitely do. So, for, for the movie then, uh, overall uh, taking the <coughs> listeners' scores, yours and my scores, it scored a nine point six out of ten. Uh, and then for fear, it scores a, a straight seven. Hmm. Um, so that's the, the first time we've scored a, a movie this way. And. That's how it's going to be now, listeners, because you can't be trusted (laughs) (laughs) Uh, into the actual movie. So the movie obviously follows the story of of Ellen Ripley, Sigourney Weaver, uh, when she she, she gets found 57 years later uh, and brought back to to another space station. Um, I love the way they do this. So it's very much they bring her back, they wake her up and it starts off with that kind of a tease for another chest burster. Yeah. and the first time I watched it I was like oh my god and then they didn't do it but they <laughs> teased it so so well um uh, the other bit I like is when they they kind of do her having to explain her actions it reminded me of like meetings at work
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely yeah she's in front of the headmaster why did this happen there's no evidence of anything like you said and you lost yes. us a whole spaceship full of stuff, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, uh, I can't think... Who's the who's the guy who plays the... He's kind of like the businessman type. He's meant to be our friend. Oh, yeah. Um, Burke. <laughs> I, I, My... it, his name escapes me.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's in My Two Dads and Beverly Hills Cop 2, isn't he? Yes, uh, he is.
0: Um, but he, his character, he plays that slimy, <laughs> horrible... You know he's being fake character so well. Yeah. It, it, he's he's got that down to a T because in the first 20 minutes you're going, someone needs to punch him.
2: <laughs> it's Paul Riser.
0: Paul Riser, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, uh, and it goes from this, and they end up, they go back to space. They go back yeah. to the planet to to, to recover the, the ship, basically. Yeah. Uh, no, they go to save the colonists. Sorry, they don't hmm. to recover the ship. That wow. was that was alien. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get lost.
0: <laughs> um, uh, and then, let's be honest, all hell in shoes. Hmm. There are some characters in this that I absolutely love. You've got the the group of Marines hmm. who are when you watch it, they are so bonded together uh, and they've really got that that group mentality and it comes across in screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because James Cameron shot those opening scenes last. He insisted on them filming the entire movie, working together, living together, sharing rooms and cars and all that, mm-hmm. and then filming that end scene last. So they really had a bond uh, and that comes across on screen. Oh, yeah. It really, really does. What do you think to Bishop, the, the
2: AI? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I I didn't watch Alien completely first because I chickened out as a child watching it. I got to the chestburster scene and and that was that, it. I was I was out <laughs> and then I didn't get Aliens until a few years after its VHS release and then thought, wow, this is amazing. I'll go and watch the other one. But then, so I w- didn't know about the bad robot in the other one. So. But if Ripley doesn't trust him, I don't trust him.
0: And the stupid thing is, if you didn't see Alien, you would be looking at her going, you're just being fucking irrational. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. He's done nothing wrong.
2: Yeah, bless him.
0: Uh, and, and he's a fantastic actor, and he he's played that part. He'd he done it in Aliens. <laughs> and was it Alien 3 he was in as well?
2: Yeah, he turns up at the end, doesn't he? he gets... Bashing the head.
0: Yes, yes, he does, Uh, and and he also was in Alien versus Predator, but as a completely different character. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: Um, uh, and that's a completely different movie. That's (laughs) in the same league as Alien. (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe I've been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. One thing they added to this that that they hadn't had before. So in Alien, the the only thing you were worried about was. Sigourney Weaver and her cat. <laughs> <laughs> those were those were your two main concerns. Yeah. Um, in Aliens, they had uh, Newt, the, the the little girl, uh, and that to me took it to a a completely different dynamic. Yeah. I've got young children, uh, and the thought of something big and nasty <laughs> and scary hunting them down is it's not nice.
2: Yeah, you're gonna throw the cat at the alien to save your kids, aren't
0: huh? they? Oh, 100%. <laughs> but Sigourney Weaver left the alien behind and the aliens, the, the cat was the one thing the aliens didn't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't take him with her. I didn't get it.
2: I, I used to have a cat, a ginger cat, it was called Mr Jones after that one, so. Oh, really? It was some was a nasty bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in hindsight, she should have taken the cat with her.
2: Yeah, he would have done great.
0: <laughs> and for you is there a, is there a particular scene in this that that does it for you that, that that really makes you go wow
2: uh i think it's when ripley takes controls of the car and bursts through and goes and saves everyone and the, the music kicks in and everything's kicking off and <laughs> she comes into the rescue of everyone
0: y- she has that moment where she goes i've had enough now <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> you lot <laughs> idiots
0: uh, yeah uh, uh, and there really is that uh, as a viewer watching it, there really is that long period of time where you're looking, and going, "You're all stupid." <laughs> she she told you there was aliens here. You didn't yeah. believe her, but now you've come here and brought her with you just in case. Now she's telling you what to do, and you all go, nah, it's fine." <laughs> I uh, the scene that I, I absolutely love is the face hugger in the in the medical bay where oh, you've yeah. got Newt and you've got Ripley, that yeah. scene is—that's a pure horror. Scene. <laughs> yeah, it is. injected into it, and that is the face huggers. For me, are probably scarier than the aliens because mm. the aliens are big, and yes, they move fast and they're going to kill you. But the face huggers—they're kind of—they're worse because they come out of nowhere and they're not going to kill you. They're going to impregnate you, and yeah, I- I'm not down for that. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely not feeling that at all.
2: No, it's, yeah, because you think you're fine, and then two days later it (laughs) pops out your chest.
0: Yeah, and it's not like you're giving birth. It's not coming out in a pleasant way. (laughs)
2: Oh, (laughs) controversial. That's
1: it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of
0: songs, huh? Uh, Yeah, okay, that's (laughs) that's all my female listeners got. I apologise, I (laughs) understand. I, I have a wife who's given birth. I understand childbirth is very, very painful. <laughs> However, I feel a chest burster would be more painful. <laughs> <laughs> and now I will wait for the barrage of abuse to come <laughs> through on social media. <laughs> um visually, this movie still holds up. It it has some issues. The main issues I have with it is. As soon as you step foot outside of a set and go to the spacecraft, it's very Red Dwarf Battlestar Galactory. Yeah. It's very much modern spaceship on a screen.
2: It does have a Red Dwarf actor in it as well.
0: Who does it have from Red Dwarf? Uh,
2: At the beginning of the film, there's the commander on the space station, or Moon Station, whatever it is, uh, talking about the guy that wants to go visit this spaceship on the other side of the island other side of the planet and then he was the commander of red dwarf at the the first episode that puts everyone in the stasis
0: whatever his name is in the stasis yeah i'm gonna have to go and rewatch that (laughs) because i didn't spot that that's that's amazing um, but apart from that, apart from that Red Dwarf-esque element, mm. which kind of <laughs> takes you out of the movie a little bit, all of the sets are fantastic. Oh, yeah. The visual effects, because they, they didn't rely on any kind of digital effects, it was very, very much practical effects, but done in a very good way on a very healthy budget. Mm. Don't get bits where you're going, oh, that looks bad there. It's like mm-hmm. where you've got the aliens coming through the tunnels to, to catch people that still looks good.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and that for a movie of its age is not common. <laughs> no. And uh, I, I know that. So what, one of the, the things I found about this movie that absolutely astounded me. So when James Cameron come on board to do aliens, The entire car. Sorry, the entire crew were very, very much against him.
1: Mm. Um,
0: They they didn't like his ideas. They were all very loyal to Ridley Scott's vision and how he'd done it. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: And they they basically tried to make his life fucking miserable. Um, He would just finish, or he was just finishing filming uh, Terminator before this. Before he went on to Aliens, Um, he sent an invite out to all of the crew and invited them to a a screening of Terminator before it was released so they could get on board. Um, Not a single crew member turned up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's just not that nice, is it?
0: (laughs) The thing is, if you think of James Cameron now, (laughs) he could walk on any movie set and everyone would just do exactly what he said and wouldn't question him at all. But on this, he was being questioned and undermined left, right and centre by everybody, which...
2: Yeah, he fired the cinematographer because he wouldn't light it how he wanted it, so get yeah. rid of him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think he had to. I think he, there needs to be a point where you you draw the line and go, look, I'm in charge now. This is how it's going <laughs> to be.
2: Well, yeah, it's not like the stories you hear nowadays of him on the Abyss and on other films where, and on Titanic where he's a complete git.
0: Oh, <laughs> is, he, is he really?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. The On the Abyss, the crew had T-shirts, so... Uh, Life's an abyss and then you die and stuff like that. And he's a, quite a tyrant on set, apparently, but Oh, is he? No one I mean, knew who he was back then. So
0: uh, <laughs> m- maybe that all was all spawned because of how badly he was treated <laughs> by the crew on aliens. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, it's a British crew, and he didn't like that. They went in their contracts, he had it to uh tea breaks. Oh, so he'd God. be setting up a shot, waiting for them, and then they'd bugger off on a tea break. <laughs> so they didn't get along at all.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that's that's not how to run a movie. <laughs> but it, it's made me smile anyway. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> to be fair, that, that's kind of what I think of the movie. And it, it's kind of what you think of the movie. I think we should find out what the listeners think of the movie and do three word reviews. OK, before we do three word reviews, I think we're going to do recommended account of the week That's right, my recommended account picks are back uh, I choose an account every single week that I think you should go and follow uh, and go and have a look at um, This week, for our first week back I've chosen Room 66 That's at Room 66 on Instagram and they're Room 66 on YouTube as well um, Don't go and type Room 66 because that's not how you'll find them That's not the right account It's Room 60, the word then the number 6 so Room 66 Um, This account is a stories account and they tell everything from witches to Bigfoot to ghosts to missing persons to murder and conspiracy theories that this account pretty much covers anything in that spooky story scary real world stuff that that I don't cover on this show, Uh, we cover movies. Go and give them a follow. They are a really, really cool account. Um, They've got loads of great content, loads of great stories, and loads of great videos on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, Really, really friendly as well. Uh, If you send them a message, they will respond to you. They'll talk to you. They're a little bit like me. They're a real person uh, behind the account. Um, So that's my recommended account for this week, and that's Room66, at Room60, the word and the number 6, on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, And now I think it's time to get your three-word reviews. Well, I asked you for them. I think it's time we hear them. It's this week's three-word reviews from the listeners. So here are this week's three-word reviews. Uh, Gareth, are you going to kick us off?
2: I will, if I Right. Kicking Ass Aliens from the OG shape 1978. Guns Grit Aliens from Phil Mondo. And Get the Flamethrower, Madman Monster.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. Uh, uh, my ones are, we've got Sadly Missing Jones, uh, <laughs> which is from Jason Funtime Movie Party. Uh, and That's obviously a reference to the cat from the, the original Aliens. Uh, we've got Start Your Grinning, uh, from traveling light years uh, and finally drop your linens <laughs> by barrel flicks podcast stop your grinning and drop your linen found them uh, uh, a little bit about our three word reviewers so we've got uh, jason's fun time movie party is a, a movie reviewer on instagram uh, we've got the og shape who's a horror uh, sorry he's not he's a halloween account and he's also a collector like you cool. Uh, We've got Film Mondo, who is a super cool horror account, shares loads of videos and and various other bits. Uh, We've got uh, Traveling Light Years, who's a mixed fandom account. He's got divas, sci-fi, horror and his pets. Uh, We've got uh, Barrel Aged Flicks podcast is a movie podcast where they they drink and they talk movies. What what more could you want? Hmm. Uh, And finally, we've got Mad Mad Monster, who is a horror account and they are all on Instagram and they're links are all in the bios to this episode so go and find them go go and give them a follow um because that's what it's for um we've listened to the three word reviews i think it's time we we slip into facts uh we've got the listener fact this week they've only gone and done it the listeners have given us a fact uh so the listener fact comes in from an account called hurt um which i I thought the account name was really cool. It's got lots and lots of underspacing. Uh What are they called? The under the lines at the bottom. Underscores. Yeah, underscores. Uh, it's got lots of those in it. So again, the link for him is in the bio because if you <laughs> if you type hurt into Instagram, you will get all sorts of different <laughs> accounts that you do not want. <laughs> um, so his fact is the M forty one A pulse rifle uh, is an amalgamation of a Thompson submachine gun coupled with a Frenchie SPAS-12 automatic shotgun. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming he's a gunman.
2: Yes, that sounds very <laughs> Cause, accurate. Because
0: I would not know any of those.
2: No. Um, if you started with M41, I thought it was about a motorway. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: into my facts. So I'm going to talk a little bit about money first. So uh, This had a really healthy budget for 1986. $18.5 million, <laughs> which in uh, 86 is a huge Huge amount of money to make Apparently, money. it's
2: the same as Superman 4 had.
0: Oh, really? uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, there's a big difference.
0: <laughs> there's a huge difference. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many of my listeners listen to watch other movies away from horror, um, but if you do, go and check out Superman 4 and compare <laughs> it to Aliens to see what the difference is. Um, it had a worldwide gross of $131 million, which is obscene money.
2: That's a lot of money back then.
0: It is a huge amount of money back then. It equates to over a billion dollars. <laughs> so to put this into sort of modern time, this is up with the likes of Avengers Endgame, mm. that kind of money. Oh, yeah. Um, the alien screams and shrieks are actually baboon shrieks that have been altered in after editing. <laughs> uh, and this is probably my favourite fact. So you know uh, Ripley's little bathroom she's got in her apartment? Oh, yeah. Um, that is actually a British Airways toilet <laughs> <laughs> that they bought from BA and, and took it to set and then just polished it up. <laughs> <And> it worked. <laughs> That's all that is. Um, my final fact actually relates to Jones, the cat who she she left. Um, so there was a scene that was edited out um, and they, they edited it out because they couldn't get the cat to do what they wanted. Um, So when she's on the space station, before they go up to to face the aliens, you've got a, uh, like a virtual garden Mm. on that spaceship. Um, And they had a scene where the cat was chasing a virtual bird. And this scene ended with the cat jumping headfirst into a wall. (laughs) Right. Uh, Apparently they spent 16 hours (laughs) trying to convince the cat to jump headfirst into the wall.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: the, the cat flat out refused, hence it didn't make the movie. <laughs> um, uh, that was this week's facts. Um, fuck-ups for this movie, I'm not going to go too deep into fuck-ups on this. I, I've got one. Uh, and it's it's the most minuscule thing because th- this movie's great. Um, So the one f- visual fuck-up that you can go and spot is in the opening scene where Ripley is frozen. And you're seeing her in the pod. She's laying there and her head is turned to the side. In every subsequent shot from there, while she's frozen, she's looking straight forward. Oh, uh, And that is the, <laughs> the only fuck up I, I've got for this movie. There, there, there,
2: there, there really isn't many. Yeah, because I never noticed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, well, I, I, I had a look online and there's uh so i don't know if people know so on imdb you've got a a section called goofs which Mm. there's there's lots of little fuck ups and you can find them elsewhere as well Mm. um but in there within goofs they've got a a section which is things regarded as goofs that actually weren't (laughs) and that is like 50 pages long of stuff (laughs) that people thought were mistakes but they weren't Mm. but actual mistakes there's there's hardly anything um, we've reached that time in the show, I'm afraid, my <laughs> my wonderful guest, co-host, um, where you are going to be the second person to take on Save Me.
2: So at least be second in the rankings.
0: You, you will. So the, the first person to take it on was obviously Skellington, hmm. fan, who was on the. Evil Dead episode that you requested and I finally got to give it to
2: you <laughs> Thank you very much, I was very <laughs> pleased to hear that
0: <laughs> You requested that movie oh back in July I think
1: yeah.
0: I uh, and it took from July <laughs> to November <laughs> <laughs> I'm still baffled. I remember messaging you when it reached the final against screen three game. Yeah. This, this is a shoe in you're the bonus episode.
2: I bet my mortgage on that as well.
0: <laughs> and then screen three won, And I remember just looking at, <laughs> looking at my phone going, what? You don't see them fucking each other over for a goddamn percentage. <laughs> uh, but we got there in the end. We, we've mm. done it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so are you ready to give Save Me a try?
2: Uh, yeah, I got Google up and running. Here we go.
0: <laughs> Google Google is not
2: allowed. You <laughs> <laughs> never said it wasn't allowed. <laughs> uh,
0: so l- let me explain the rules. Um, you get 15 multiple choice questions. Um, they start off <clears throat> very, very easy. They gradually get harder and harder and harder. Hmm. Um, you get multiple save me's uh, throughout. So you can use three save me's. Um, the save me's change each week. So your save me's are not the same as the ones that Skellington fan <laughs> got. Um, so your save me's are you've got a straight pass. You can just pass the question okay. and go on to the next one. Uh, you've got swap the subject. So you can actually swap one of these horror questions <laughs> for a question about another type of movie. Hmm. Uh, and then you've got the final one, which is get a clue. <laughs> so th- those are your three save me's. And you can right. use those at any time.
1: Dear.
0: Um, the goal is to get as far as you can. <laughs> if you get a question wrong, the game is over. Um, you've got safe points. So when you get to question five, if you get that right, you're guaranteed 50 points, 10 points per question. Hmm. If you get to question 10, you get another safe point, You're guaranteed 100 points. Right. Um, if you get, for example, question seven wrong, you drop back to 50 points. <laughs> OK, so are you ready to play save me? Um, what is
2: the cash value of the points?
0: Uh, let, let, <laughs> let's say it's zero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well done,
0: <laughs> yeah. You get a pat on the back, you, you, get, you get pride if you if you get to ah, win the season. Bragging rights, let's go! <laughs> bragging rights, exactly. Um, right, so here we go. Let's do Save Me. Hello, do you want to play a game? Here's Johnny. What's your favorite
1: scary movie? We all go a little, little mad sometimes. Groovy. Uh, be
0: afraid, be very afraid.
1: It's all for you.
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara. A census taker once tried to test me. Get out,
1: get out. Oh shit. What? He's gone.
0: Here is Gareth from Video Tasty. He's taken on, save me. Uh, question number one. In Aliens, the character Ellen Ripley is played by who? Sigourney Weaver, Carrie Henn? Scarlett Johansson or Angelina Jolie? Sigourney Weaver. It is Sigourney Weaver. That's 10 points. (laughs) Good start. (laughs) I would have been very upset if you got that wrong. (laughs) Uh, Question number two. Who directed Insidious from 2010? Was it Wes Craven, James Wan, John Carpenter or Sam Raimi? James Wan. It was James Wan. Two out of two. Uh, Question number three. In the film Jaws, what is the name of the fishing boat they use to go and hunt him? Is it A, the Spellbound, B, High Tide, C, Dolphin, or D, the Orca? Orca. It is the Orca. It's three out of three. Uh, Question number four. Which horror villain coined the phrase, do you like scary movies? Is it A, Freddy Krueger, B, Pennywise the Dancing Clown, C, Ghostface, or D, Michael Myers? Ghostface. It is Ghostface. Four out of four. We're on a roll. Not touched to save me yet. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, question number five: uh, When Carrie takes the stage as prom queen, she is doused in what animal's blood? Pig, cow, chicken, or goat? Pig. It's pig blood. There you go. Whatever happens from now on, you've got fifty points. <laughs> hey. So, so you, you you're in a good place. As so, a so skeleton fan, <laughs> scored ninety. cool So from here, they do start getting a little bit harder. Oh dear. So (laughs) question number six, Uh, what 1953 horror movie was remade in 2005 with Paris Hilton in the lead role? War of the Worlds, Lost Women, House of Wax or Project Moonbase? House of Wax. What's House of Wax? Six out of six and still no save (laughs) me's touch. Question number seven, the tape recorder from the Evil Dead actually belonged to Sam Raimi's uncle... One of the financial backers, Bruce Campbell's father, or none of them. It was a custom-built prop.
2: <laughs>
0: and don't forget you've got the save-me's there if you want something.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I know, but i got better take a save-me.
0: Uh, which one do you want to use? Do you want to do a straight pass, swap the subject, or get a clue?
2: <laughs> give us a clue, Lionel. Okay, uh,
0: I'll give you a clue. Uh, the clue is it was one of the cast's fathers...
2: <laughs> uh, was it Bruce Campbell's?
0: <laughs> it was Bruce <laughs> Campbell's. Brother, so. Yes. <laughs> so that's that, that's that save me gone. And you've got seven now. So you're mm-hmm. on 70 points. Uh, question number eight. What is the name of Ed and Lorraine's daughter in the country? <laughs> is it Judy, Jessica, Lily or Anna? <laughs>
2: that's to save me.
0: Do you want to go with a swap the subject or a straight pass?
2: Uh, Let's pass that one
0: You're going to pass that one Uh, The answer was Judy Uh, So you're on 80 points Mm. So you're you're now one question away from from tying with All right That's respectful So in the movie The Orphan What is Esther's real age in the movie? Mm. 33, 35, 37 or 29? (laughs)
2: you couldn't have spread them out so like 70 or something like that (laughs) Uh, okay swap you're going to swap that okay so
0: let's swap over so you have now got an action movie question
2: oh there we go if I ask myself now so
0: in Lethal Weapon 4 Mel Gibson and Danny Glover reprise their roles but who plays Lee Butters the young detective is it Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Chris Tucker or Dwayne Johnson? Chris Rock. It is Chris Rock. So that's 10 points. So you're, you've now matched Skellington fans' score. Uh, all your save me's are gone. Go. So th- this is exactly the same position that Skelly got to. <laughs> <This year. laughs> and it was question 10. So if you get this right, you've definitely got 100 points and you... <laughs> Whatever happens after that. So question number 10. Which artist won Best Makeup Oscar? or American Werewolf in London? Tom Savini, V Neil, Rob Bottin, or Rick Baker? Rick Baker. It was Rick Baker. So you now have 100 points. Whatever happens, you've got 100 points. So <laughs> there we go. Oh. This question, question number 11, you may as well take a guess because it doesn't make a blind bit of difference. <laughs> <does it? laughs> so, uh, Where is the 2019 movie Midsummer set? Is it Sweden, Denmark, Norway, or Switzerland? Sweden. It is Sweden. So you're now on 110 points. You've only got, well, three questions to go. You've done the whole lot. Uh, So question number 12. What religion are the main characters in the 2015 movie The Witch? Are they Buddhist, Catholic, Puritan, or Latter-day Saints? And don't forget, you don't have to answer if you don't know.
2: (laughs) Oh. Puritans.
0: They are. So you are now... Yeah, you're nearly there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Question number 13. In the film American Psycho, What colour is Patrick Bateman's business card? (laughs) Is it off-white, white, white, eggshell or bone? Oof. Eggshell. Is that your answer?
2: (laughs) The power's gone to your head already.
0: (laughs) You gonna Uh, gonna go with eggshell?
2: Yeah... yes. Game over.
0: Ah,
2: well, oh, bone then wasn't it? Yeah,
0: it was bone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so it dropped down to 100 points. So, you're... oh, that oh that, that's, good. that's Good, you're leading the pack. There you go. You you are leading the pack, and well, c- congratulations! I, I'm I'm very impressed. I did panic for a minute; you were going to go all the way through uh, and and ruin and ruin the quiz for the rest of the season.
2: <laughs> that was never going to happen. Uh, I,
0: I I was really impressed. With the lethal weapon question.
2: Well, I've seen I, it enough. I,
0: I thought that was hard when I wrote that. I I genuinely thought that was a hard question, and the um, Midsummer question as well. I, I kind of picked. Countries all in the same area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, have you seen Midsummer? Yeah. What did you think of it? I wasn't
2: a fan. <laughs> still was on <laughs> three hours. And it, I would go there on holiday, but <laughs> it looked uh, nice.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Wicker Man, but not as fun and way too long.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you could watch the Wicker Man twice <laughs> instead.
0: <laughs> you could watch the Wicker Man twice. It's got a lot more naked dancing (laughs) (laughs) and it is a lot more entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There we go, folks. You've got two reviews in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that was this week's Save Me. Video Tasties, 100 points, first place. Right. So that was Gareth setting a new high score in the quiz. Uh, Congratulations, Gareth.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank You, you.
0: You are now in the lead. Um, we've still got nine episodes to go this season. So there's a chance you might be caught. But oh. the, the problem <laughs> is, the problem everyone's going to have coming after you and the same as you had after Skellington fan is I'm going to be telling them that you've got 100 points. <laughs> so if they're on the ninth question and they've got no save me's left, they're going to take a <laughs> guess because they want to either match you or beat you. Yeah. So I, I think going earlier on, takes a lot of the pressure off where whoever's going on last someone <laughs> scored 14 they've got no choice but to keep going yeah they got go. <laughs> to go Back back to aliens so I, I, i'm going to round things off with with kind of my final thoughts on it um I, i'll tell you where you can go and find it as well <laughs> uh, so uh, aliens for me it, it's a much uh, it's a must watch movie if you're a sci-fi fan or you're a horror fan this is something that if you haven't seen it already have you been living under a rock why have you, why have you not seen this because you need to yeah. um look past the the dodgy effects when they're out of the spacecraft you will fall in love with the characters you will be dragged in by in some points just the sheer silliness of it but that just adds to when it gets dark you need those silliness bits and those those jokes to to, to make it not horrific <laughs> um it, it's a fantastic movie it, it's a must-see you must add it to your watch lists wherever you're you're going to watch it um if you're in the uk uh, this is available on disney plus and virgin go to stream um you can also rent it everywhere else like amazon or, or wherever or wherever you illegally stream your videos because your movies because i know there's lots of you who do that <laughs> uh, if you're in the us this is available pretty much everywhere so it's on fubu uh, Showtime, DirecTV, Spectrum On Demand. And then again, you can rent it everywhere else or illegally stream it, because I know you will do it. You all lie and say you don't, but I know you do. <laughs> um, I- I'm going to let Gareth have the-, the final words on Alien. And uh, Who would you recommend this to, Gareth? What's your final say on, on Aliens?
2: Ooh, uh, it's pretty much most people sh- would enjoy it, I think. There's a lot of aspects, like the action... The horror, anything like that, the space travel, anything people would find something out of it. But scaredy cats probably should stay away from it. And my wife yeah. wouldn't watch it, <laughs> she oh, would wouldn't you go, not? No. no, she'd be gone when the fake out at the beginning.
0: Oh, really, with that, but that, that's <laughs> it, that's the limit.
2: Yep, there's something like that,
0: but yeah, I, I've got to say that, that that fake out at the beginning that was a big step up in visual effects from the first chess buster, yeah, alien. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I know the first one in in the original Alien, I know that Ridley Scott didn't tell any of the cast what was going to happen. They were just told you have to naturally react and you cannot break character. That's all they (laughs) were told. So when that chest buster come out and it sprayed fake blood everywhere, that was their genuine reaction to it. Because They actually thought that was the guy on the table as well.
2: It is very convincing.
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, this one done a good job of that as well. And uh, one thing that we haven't touched on that we, we probably should is, is the acting quality in this.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, Sigourney Weaver's... What can I <laughs> say? She's Sigourney Weaver. She's incredible in everything she's in, from Ghostbusters <laughs> right through to Avatar and everything <laughs> in between.
2: Yeah, she was nominated um, for an Oscar for this performance.
0: Was she really? I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, and the music was nominated too, but they didn't win. But oh wow, it was good enough for an Academy Award nomination.
0: Yeah, uh, and and she is exceptional in this, and she's mm. yeah, she she's fantastic. But even away from her, when you get into the the Marines, uh, and I love the um, oh what is he? He's like the the Colonel Marine, the the, the guy who's in charge. Oh I yeah, think he the one who wakes them all up.
2: He is uh, well, he was a real Marine. Oh really? In Nam as well, yeah. They had him on set as well, and he was helping them with their guns and stuff. And because the actors were wandering around with the ch- ch- hand, uh, fingers on the triggers and stuff like that, and he taught them the ways of how they should go around and do stuff.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That that really that really <laughs> is cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, there is one thing in this movie that that's surrounded by a little bit of controversy, mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I think. I probably should, because otherwise it looks like I'm just brushing over it and I'm not touching it. Um, And that is the um, Vasquez. Is it Vasquez? Yeah. yeah. So Vasquez is portrayed as a Latino character, um, but the actress who played her wasn't. She was a white American, and they actually darkened her skin for that role. I know this is an incredibly delicate subject to touch on, and I don't normally touch things like this in my show, but I'm going to. And I'm going to say something now that if people don't like it, I'm really, really sorry, but this is how I feel. James Cameron done what he done, and he put her in the film. He was trying to show diversity, but he failed miserably in how he'd done it. But the ethnicity of that character does not change that the ethnicity has got nothing to do with her backstory. It doesn't change that character. If she was white, black, Latina, whatever that character was, she would have been the same character. He done something that was wrong and in modern eyes is frowned upon. But in 1986, this was completely acceptable and happened a lot. And I've seen lots of people complain about this online. And if I'm being honest, you need to kind of suck it up because that was how it was in the 80s.
2: Yeah, you can't change
0: it. You you cannot change it. And there is a big element at the moment of people trying to change the past. (laughs) And I'm not going to dive too deep into that, but you can't change what's happened. You need to accept it and learn from it. Yeah. And if you look at James Cameron moving into further movies and, and Avatars are a good example, that is very much... Lots of things in Avatar he's taken from aliens, Uh, like you've got the walking the the the, the machine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I can't think of what you'd call it. The the, the, the power got, loaders, in the- yeah, the the power loaders from aliens, but they've got that in. Avatar. Yeah, they turned them
2: into like machine guns and
0: yeah. weaponized it. Yeah, and and he kind of corrected his mistake by casting Michelle Rodriguez in. Avatar, <laughs> playing a very, very similar character oh, to yeah. Vasquez. Um, and if you if you were to watch those two movies side by side, there are lots of similarities. And I think James Cameron has learned from his mistake. I think <laughs> he's he's come up to modern times. But uh, as I say, I wasn't going to touch on that, but I have now. So...
1: Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man?
0: No. Have you? This movie is a, it's a knockout for me. <laughs> um, take that away from it. It, it, it's a knockout movie, visually stunning, uh, storylines impeccable, acting's amazing. There is literally, I, I can't pick fault with it.
2: I've got one.
0: Okay, well, what fault have you got with it?
2: Well, at the beginning, well, uh, Ripley's asleep, and then they're, while she's sleeping, they're terraforming this planet where the alien spaceship was. Yes. So at no point did they visit the rest of the planet to find another spaceship when they started terraforming it.
0: (laughs) This is very true. (laughs) Is it the colonel or the the CEO of the company? Yeah. He says, well, we don't need to worry. We've had colonists there for two years.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And no one's ventured further than the front yard.
0: Yeah. Well, the stupid thing is, because when they get there, it's not even like they need to go far to find them. (laughs) They're like already there. The aliens are there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've picked <laughs> but, a fault in it.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
0: going to let it slide because it's, you're it's it at fault. <laughs> <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> um, that was this episode that, that was aliens. Um, this has been alien encounter week. Um, Gareth, thank you so much for coming on.
2: Well, thank you.
0: Henry. Um, I, I, I'm delighted you did. I, I I really, really, really do want everyone to go and follow your account. It's video.tasties. The things that Gareth shares, honestly, on a daily basis, you'll just be going, where the hell did you get that? Where is that? Or, or as I quite often do, he'll do a live and he'll be wandering through his collection and I'll be going, oh, go back, go back. I had that. I had that as a kid. Is that atmosphere? Have you got a copy of Atmosphere? And it's in, it's all these things that you kind of, built into your collection that people don't see anymore.
2: I think, yeah, that's what I have fun with.
0: Yeah, and it's... uh, Physical media and physical things are becoming a thing of the past. Hmm. And accounts like yours bring that back to us. (laughs) And for for me, I'm grateful that you do, because I, I don't have space to store all that kind of stuff. I wish I did. But I, I, don't. And yeah, by you
2: take a last space.
0: Yeah, and but by you doing it, it means I don't need to. Because I get to look at your account and go, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" I just don't get to watch them, which is <laughs> I mean,
2: well, they're four by three and grainy. So would you want to? Ah,
0: the, the stupid thing is probably. Yeah, you probably want. to. <laughs> um, but seriously, thank you very much for for coming on the show. No problem. Um. Right. Well. Moving on from here, um, we've got a, a crammed season. Uh, we, we've got guests every week. Um, next week, we're moving on to Bad Remake Week, um, where I'm going to be joined by Miss Cherry Myers, and we're going to be discussing Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003. Um, but that's next week. Um, a huge thank you to Gareth. A huge thank you to all of you for listening. Um, th- this show is, is nothing without you. It's just me talking to myself. Um Please, if you do enjoy the episode, go and share it with a friend. Give us a review somewhere if you can. I, I don't know how that works. I hear loads of other podcasts say it really helps. So it really helps us. So go, go and do that. Um, anything you can do to share the show on social media, tell your friends, tell your nan, tell your enemies. I, I really don't care. Tell someone to come and listen to us because the more people who listen, the more I can make this show for you. Um, thank you very much for listening and I'll catch you all next week.
1: Get away from her, you bitch. Put your hands up.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget, leave us a review wherever you can and recommend us to a friend. This is the You Run Podcast because you run and control the show. To get involved, head over to our website, yourunpodcast.com, where you can record us a voicemail. That voicemail, I will play on the air. Use that to say whatever you want are we good are we bad do you want a movie review it's up to you this is your show not only that you can get involved on all of our social medias we're at you run podcast pretty much everywhere join in in the three-word review give us a fact ask us a question anytime whatever it is this is your show this is the you run podcast
1: you want to die tonight